Hello, Bolas. What's up? I hope everyone's had a good uh, tournament uh, watching the Euros and you enjoyed all the uh, action on the field and off the field. There was a lot of controversies, a lot of uh, love shared, a lot of hate, a lot of controversies with uh, abuse and whatnot. We shall be discussing uh, what happened on the night along with Shubham, Jehan and Nihar. Hello, ballers. So, what a final, what a final. Yeah. yeah. As we expected, Euro 2020 to be hyped up and lived to its expectations, I guess. With fans, with drama and the way it ended, just just literally completed the world football. Yep, very much so, right? All right, let's, uh, let's talk about, um, you know, the match first. Uh, the way it went uh, as such, the way it unfolded. Uh, so let's listen to it from uh, Shubham. What do you make of the match? I mean, from England's tactic, it was very clear. Just score one and defend. So <laughs> that's what they yeah, were. Right? They kept doing that. I mean, you cannot go into a final like that because all it, Italy had to do was to figure out a way to score against them. Like that is all they had to do because if... England were attacking at that moment, they could have been like in the middle of the, you know, thinking that we have to stop them from scoring. Plus we have to, uh, you know, go out in attack as well. Now, all they had to do was go out and just find a way to score. And they did somehow. So (laughs) the ball was wobbling around around, and then uh, I think Bonucci scored, right? Bonucci or Kelly? Bonucci, yes. Bonucci scored uh, for them. So, I mean, yeah, so that was it. I mean... And then it went to extra time and the thing like they could have done better. English team could have done better. They have all the talent talent in the world. Um, but yeah, the best team won at the end of the day. So that is my take on them. Yeah, right. It's I think for us, as much as England played well and they've reached the finals, the one frustrating thing is that the bench was not used enough, right? Yeah. What do you make of that, Jan, with the match and uh, the bench strength not being fully utilized? I guess Southgate just tried to do what he did earlier in Euros against Germany and Croatia, say in the big, big games. Like he tried experimenting, like what he felt was right. Because obviously, if according to me, like players like Jack Grealish, you leave aside and you leave Sancho, such a playmaker, ahead, and like you leave a player like. Uh, Marcus Rashford on the bench, like, yeah. yeah I mean, you they could have he, he could have been used and early they could have been used much earlier, I guess. And yeah, but they said no, we can't do anything as the game's done. But had they won, maybe we wouldn't have been speaking about this right now. So I think we would have been uh, like you know wondering how Southgate did it without playing his best eleven as well, right? <laughs> Uh, playing so pragmatic and uh, with a defensive approach. Uh, that's what I, I guess he so. was. I guess he couldn't resist not to play Raheem Sterling because he had was the only guy who took them to the knockout stages. I mean, with his goals, with his goals only, they were in the round of 16. So I guess, but still, according to me, I guess you can't really. Uh, like take Jaden Sancho out of the squad or maybe just keep him on the bench. I mean, okay, fine, he's a young talent, but let's look at just 
if you look at his stats also in both the seasons he's played for Dortmund they were just phenomenal like he's got double figure assists every season he's played and even in his even if it, even if it's his it was his worst season like which they termed it as his worst season last year but still he got around 14 to 15 assists this is like like you, what do you expect from a 19 or a 20 year old guy Like he could have got more. I he could have got something more. I guess he could have played more to Harry Kane. Maybe he, I guess uh, Southgate should also have tried Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I mean, he's also a very like decent striker enough. I mean, he could have eased the pressure of Harry Kane. I guess, but nonetheless, he, I guess they weren't used. They weren't used at all. I guess these players, and it was really really surprising. Yeah, very much so, right? Uh, even the talk of Dominic Calvert-Lewin, I think he could have, uh, say, started in, or you know, come on as a substitute in the semi-final, and uh, say even in the final he could have started it off, and Kane could have come on. Uh, another thing of Sancho should have uh, been introduced in the second half. I actually thought that you know uh, Southgate was rotating the squad uh, a bit, and it actually worked. But then I think towards the end and uh, like see semi-final and final, I think he should have played more of Grealish and Sancho. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I, the thing yeah, that according to me reporting... also one more thing. Yeah, also one more thing. I guess I guess Mason Mount should have been played one twenty minutes. I know like he was a yeah. player who didn't really lived up to, to what he was, but and he was really underperforming in that final. But still, I guess he is more of a creative side of a player, and he should have been. Yeah, he could have, I guess, handled the penalties much better. You can't really blame actually any player though, but still, I guess there were many ups and downs over there, so can't really say much. True, true, very much true. Uh, let's hear from Nihar uh, about you know if he has got anything to say about England or would you want to change to uh, Italy? Italy. I mean, first I want to talk about Italy. I mean, see, sure, Italy sure. dominated from day one. I mean, match day one, they were pretty dominating group stages. They played three yeah. extra times and they won three of them. I mean, two in penalties. I mean, yeah, I accept that Spain played better than Italy in semi-finals, but yeah, penalty shootout Italy deserved. Penalty shootout, sure. anything can happen. We can never know, you know, where it can go wrong. And Donnarumma is the guy. I mean, deservedly man of the tournament. And coming to the mm-hmm. final part, Italy, yeah, as Shubham quoted, they just have to find a way to score a goal, and that's exactly how it happened. It's unfair to say English led the goal. It's a panic moment in the box and the. Just, it just went in. He can't really blame anyone over there. And yeah, I, mean, yeah. I think getting the lead so early in the game set unsettled the English, you know, players' nerves because I don't think so. They were expecting that lead. Eventually, growing to the game, you get a goal, you play with some confidence. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so coming to the extra time, I think extra time was a pretty, pretty different day. I mean, it's not that great, but yeah, the substitutions. I mean, the penalty takers. I mean, there are far more experienced players and. Yeah, it's a good thing a 19-year-old guy stood up to take the decisive penalty, and yeah, Rashford right. was unlucky. And yeah, Rash- Rashford and uh, Sancho. I mean, those both players, good players, world class, no doubt. But yeah, they didn't touch the ball for a few hours prior to that, and they just have one or two minutes. Hardly they touch the ball once or twice, and they are mm-hmm. they have to shoot a ball in the final. And Rashford is a bit unlucky. Just hit the post. And Sancho, I mean, Donnarumma gets it right. Laka had to admire his guts too. Take up the responsibility. I mean, 19-year-old guy. Maybe you know, Southgate overthink it because because everyone knows. I mean, opposition also knows how to prepare for certain players. So I think yeah. Southgate 
didn't get his uh, decision right at the most important crucial moment for them the final one he should have really gone with the players who stayed on the pitch for a long time than the ones he got on at the last minute i mean i get it the substitutions are made for that but well they lost so you know we can find a reason in that but kudos to england yeah. too i mean they had their moments i mean they played at home whatever it is you can say but yeah they did go they did did well they were in semi finals in world cup now they are in finals and i think it hurts for southgate considering he also missed the penalty long back in 1986 as <laughs> you and the way he consoled zaka after that penalty misses something respectful moment i mean i really you know the respect towards him grew a lot i generally don't no, but then the thing is i was actually surprised when he took off henderson uh, for the penalties and he got uh, you know uh, sancho and uh, rashford that's where he got henderson... the blame that's where he got the blame because you 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 can't really play like you can't really get saka or sancho i mean they are not penalty takers usually for the team also you need you have the experienced players taking the penalties like grealish takes grealish is the captain like obviously as you mentioned henderson also is the captain of liverpool he's also taken many crucial penalties they yeah. could have they could have gotten luke shaw luke shaw has taken some few penalties and they were really really amazing ones and you are right. right but point as i said you know maybe he is trying to do something out of the box to confuse the yeah, team but that but that, that, that you can't really you can't really experiment that in a euro final in that also <laughs> which cost them a trophy yeah right so that's not the experimenting see he's been pragmatic the entire tournament why all of a sudden uh, you know try to be a pep guardiola and what no, did no, he you get really uh, can't do the, that with such a yeah. dominant with just such a dominant squad i mean really i mean looking at every time i really get jealous of such england of the england the england squad whenever they release out like they such have beautiful depth in each and every position like they do like proper depth like how bayern munich have in the league they have yeah. proper depth in the squad every position so like i they have a chance they literally have a chance to win like every world cup since at least i i at least for me on paper they could have won at least two euros and one world cup at least <laughs> yeah i think uh, uh, that is going a little far but then it's not just a book by its cover i think you know england are the perfect yeah, yeah of course yes but as i said i that's why i mentioned the word it's just on the team on the, the team on the paper true Uh, true true yeah the teams that they have had is uh, you know been very uh, very good it's always expected to win as well for the talent that they have but then yeah i think it's the managers uh, or the players or whatever it is and this time yeah, sadly it was uh, southgate he got it wrong on the last uh, match but let's let's talk a little bit more of uh, italy and you know how consistent they have been how well mancini has performed uh, in this you know, tournament they are yet to lose under him 33 games 34 games unbeaten i guess <laughs> 3 years now i remember they last lost the game in 2018 nay no, 2017 against uh, uh, sweden the qualifiers which had eventually led them out of the world cup Okay. They couldn't qualify for the World Cup, and that was Buffon's last game, and he had retired after that. So, so since then, they I have they haven't lost a single game. It's commendable. I mean, they had fourteen clean sheets in a row. I mean, I have never seen an international team doing that since. I guess I have not seen any team doing that. Like, unbelievable, unbelievable. That is something to like not playing the World Cup to winning the Euros. 
that if that makes a statement that really makes us jihan winning the euros but dominating that speaks something again dominated completely dominated yes. i mean the keeper even the trusting the 22 year old keeper donnarumma was like he was phenomenal i mean sharing the same name as buffon i mean what else do you want and he's literally lived up to that that is what is saying i was i saw a beautiful photo on the social media that is like buffon making giving his throne to donnarumma so that was really really something and you know the heartwarming moment like dirosi carrying spinazzola after the match on his back for the celebration <laughs> yes, yes 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 I mean, I think the Italian camp will be pretty happy, and even you know the manager and his assistant. The same. But the team uh, was very underappreciated. The team was yeah. very underappreciated. Yeah, underappreciated, and I'll t- I want to tell a small note on Mancini because the his present manager, I forgot his name. They both were teammates yeah. at Sampdoria during his playing career, and they lost the final to Barcelona, I guess, back when they were a big mm-hmm. deal. And from there to they both again carrying the friendship forward and now being a part of the team and you know winning the Euros. That's you know, also I'll highlight good, one good more. Story. Yeah, one more point of Mancini I will like to highlight. I mean, I don't know many of them must be knowing or no, but in when he was a part of the Italian squad, he wasn't. He had got a chance to play. I guess the World Cup they won in nineteen hundred and ninety. World Cup or Euros they won in nineteen. Euros, Euros, yeah, Euros. They lost. Yeah, the they had. Yeah, he didn't get to play Mancini. Yes, you're yeah, right. He didn't get to play, so now he made he goalkeeper substitution also, and he made sure all his twenty 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 two players get a get minutes on the pitch. That was really that is that is really something like you you are playing. You want your squad to play, go out and play like that means you are not just coaching a team. You're just a father figure to them, and you're like that's really really brilliant. You're thinking something for them. That's, that not many coaches do that. I mean, really commendable. Really, really commendable. I really see them going out full out, and I won't be surprised if they even go have their sights on the World Cup next year. I think they can go deep into the tournament. Completely, the they can deep. I really, really, I can really see them literally lifting the trophy if they play this way. Okay, so Jihan, let's for now stop about England and Italy. I mean, yeah, let's talk about the fans, the English fans. I mean, how good the players are. The players like Rashford who support the cause for. You know, feeding children and even all the players who still take the yeah, leave leave all year. the personal stuff aside. But I mean, this is really disgusting. Yeah. I mean, whatever has the happened fans. in the past forty-eight hours, seriously. I mean, really disgusting. I mean, you can't really do that. I mean, players come and players miss penalties. I mean, we have seen big big players bombing and missing penalties. You can't really racially abuse them and literally giving them death threats. I mean, on and on and what they uh, are, we saw those yeah. videos right in the Wembley yeah, Stadium, yeah. like I how they were bashing up. I mean, they are literally screwing a guy who got them to knock out Sterling, and they are after a guy who is 19 years old who never scored, a, who never taken a penalty in his pro career, and they are also after a guy who Rashford. I mean, that guy should be knighted. I mean, at this young age, that guy deserves Amazing. everything best. I mean, such a humanitarian. I mean, the richest footballer like Messi, Ronaldo couldn't do what he did. I mean, the cause he took over something great. I mean, that that should be speaking for generations to come. Let's see how the people are after him. I mean, just say just a penalty. It's a part of the game. And the worst like part, and the worst part, the England fans were literally trolling like, "Jaden, this is the guy." United spent seventy-two point five million and wasted two years of signing Jaden Sancho. I mean, that is really, really stupid. I guess. I mean, that is nothing to do with the club or anything. He's wearing an England jersey right now, and who doesn't miss a penalty? I mean, he's just twenty-year-old after all. But still, he has demolished records, and he's considered as one of the best right wingers right now. 
I don't you understand. Like thing that saddens me. Imagine the same generation who can you know actually win something in next twelve or fourteen years. Consider it because they are very good team. The same Obviously, people yes. who racially taunted them will celebrate shirtless on the streets. The same people, mm-hmm. such shameless bastards. Same, I mean, literally, the fans were literally abusing. I mean, they were literally treating the fa- Italian fans as like terrorists, and they were bashing them up for no good. It was really annoying. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah, even the before the before the game started, I many players like you know the big big celebs like uh, Landon Norris of F1 and Jofra Archer came up to see the games and they recorded uh, England fans literally breaking the barricade and storming into the stadium. I mean that was really atrocious. That was really something atrocious. And Jihan talking about the fans thing. Remember the semi-final? They were literally flashing a laser into the Casper Michael's that eyes. That was Thankfully, pathetic. You really, 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 really pathetic. That is literally. I mean, they should be. You know, these guys should be. Dishkoye should have been banned, I guess. And also, I can say like England were. I guess England were a bit little lucky to play like ninety-five percent of the matches at home. So that also oh, like got me somewhere. Yeah, exactly. That too, they played played in Rome. Literally. Went and told Italy, "Yeah, we are giving you, we are giving, getting your trophy over here. We are going <laughs> to lose in the final. Simply, but yeah, but I guess see, I guess somewhere and somewhere the karma got to them because the semi-final went uh, Sterling dived and they got, they got to the final by uh, winning by winning a penalty and literally against they lost the them the penalties team, only you know, against the against a team who who had given out every one. I was so happy for Denmark literally when they were leading." A goal. Like I was like, wow, Denmark in finals from where they were. Like they were down and out, losing the first two games and losing their main player. That was and they played beautifully in the entire tournament. Beautifully, I guess. I are for me, Denmark will be the team of the season for me for the how they played. Well, so considering well how point, things yeah. panned out, so considering how things panned out, do you think uh, it would have been better had uh, Denmark made the final to play against Italy? Uh, Uh, no, look, you can't say that because it was one one. Yeah, Shivam, please talk on this. We are not talking about Euros at all. Let's see. I mean, Denmark playing the finals would have been yeah okay, but it would have been highly one-sided. Um, because I think Italy really? would have crushed them like twenty times over. So, um, yeah, that that is my take on Denmark being on the final. But yeah, going to the going back to the England team. Uh, Yeah, you have all the big names, but uh, when it comes to performing on that day, you really need experience, and that is where they lag. Mm-hmm. So uh, the players, True, right? were, yeah, they needed experience over there. So I mean, they had all the big names, all the big signings, all the superstars of Instagram and all. But uh, the two people <laughs> who are less active on Instagram, Bonucci and Kelleni, they took it home. So <laughs> it's not coming home. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Very true as such. No. So again, now talking about the uh, reactions as such. No. Just as bad as the online racial abuses, I think uh, the other topic that is being sidelined is the way the English fans treated the Italian fans. Like you know, there was uh, videos uh, going around where the England fans were literally hitting and uh, you know abusing uh, the Italians. There was people; they couldn't get out of the stadium. Literally, that is that is. That literally, that literally shows the toxicity, toxicity of the fan base. Fan base they have. I mean, ridiculous. I mean, England right. players must be so upset not about losing the final, about these atrocious behavior. I mean, it was yeah. really heartwarming to see the rivals, rivals supporting them. I mean, there were many clubs 
many players or who are from the oppositions also coming out in favor of these guys i mean who missed the penalties and obviously mm-hmm. like even steven jerry steven gerard and uh, jamie corrager are marked saying that you need really you need real you need real guts to come and step up in such an atmosphere that is the main Correct. thing i guess if you score or if you score a pen or you miss a pen that's the that's the secondary part i mean that's a part of the game it's just pure luck i mean but it really takes guts to come and step out when your coach needs you i guess yes they were really really there was really something atrocious what what the fans have done i mean going out and literally calling having those monkey emojis and my god that was really 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 very disheartening to see well i agree with jihan but you know english players may have deserved this opportunity to win but the fans don't entire nation don't i guess it's a it's a good i think it's a good pay. i guess it's a good punch on the face of the fans i guess they deserved this i guess they didn't deserve to they didn't deserve no. it somewhere and somewhere they just would have been more toxic i feel sorry there's just a point there it's a very small fraction of people who do these things you know and uh, but they sadly, do represent the entire nation right they do represent the global stage yeah i do agree to that but the point being that uh, you know the representatives of england were on the pitch today the players were there they are you could say they are the true ones who are representing england and then they've got all the fans uh, you know to cheer them and you could say say hardly 1% or 2% of people who would be you know these kind who abuse people racially who abuse people physically and sadly okay that's not that the point entire, you know okay you can see the racial part is social acha no the main thing is the acts done by say 10 20 people should not be really a reflection of uh, the entire nation is something that i believe in but you know so but then sadly you cannot separate the two whatever is being done will come on england and i think uefa or fa everyone will uh, probably take some actions but mm. in the end i think lokesh. england team will be charged for this lokesh nee yes, see if i have i have gone and seen the comments of the like those guys who have racially abused them but uh, mm-hmm. you know these guys are not even having the real account they have these fake Correct. account as because they had like one or two followers and they just they won't be even bothered mm-hmm. if their account gets banned or deleted or something because that's not even the real account i guess they are those kind of those hackers kind of thing who come racially abused just uh, when when the internet and just get viral for some time and just like just be the True. talking point yeah so th- these guys can't be even caught that's the bad that that's the best part about them i mean that's really really bad i guess that's really bad so see another thing that points out is that you never know who, if it was actually an england fan who did it or not it could have been anyone around the world say with a or say you know any national any person of yeah. any nationality see, the best part about this is the fun fact would you would be i wouldn't be surprised if they were man united fans as well would be doing yes, this that's the true i wouldn't be really surprised because the england fan base is really really toxic i mean tomorrow you're coming out burn like literally abusing and tomorrow when united comes and plays and when rashford literally scores a late winner or old trafford they'll be coming and cheering the guy i mean that's that mm. i won't be surprised that but that's true, really but england have a revenge of one of the worst toxic fan bases i've ever seen yeah it was also sad to see that they uh, what uh, they vandalized his um, mural right rashford's mural was uh, tainted yeah 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 and that then, was really pathetic i mean they came things, out with those they covered it with black something black cloths or black paint or something but yeah, yeah eventually it was 
when the few of the fans came out and put hearts and all on it so it was really heartwarming to see that but and the best yeah. part they were not england fans they were the other opposition fans who did mm. that scottish fans <laughs> lol probably <laughs> 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 the british ones <laughs> it's like saying india is doing something like this and pakistan is coming and sending out hearts tough <laughs> uh, to swallow but then anyways uh, a message that we would all like to commonly share to everyone is that you know there should be no room for uh, racial abuse and also physical abuse it is something that is condemned uh, throughout the world and i think it's 2021 we are going through a pandemic so you know the the, the best we could be is uh, compassionate and humble towards another person whatever happens on the way should not be a reason for anyone to abuse or hurt anyone else so to everyone who's listening and a message to football from all our panelists is that you know be a little sensible and empathetic towards one another do not abuse of do not abuse anyone of any ways all right so okay moving on from that topic what else do we have to talk team of the year or say yes, golden of the yes of please the year. thank you <laughs> yes jahan you can rant about uh, team of the year what do you make of it let niar let niar speak about it first okay i think lukaku is a blunder for me because you know lukaku <laughs> literally had his exit in quarter finals if you really want uh, to have you know give it to the guy who uh, i forgot his name again he has five goals lukaku has four Patrick Schick and Ronaldo. Ronaldo, you can have an excuse that he went in round of 16. Fine. I mean, some were acceptable a little. Or fine, okay. leave them. Why not Harry Kane? It, he performed exceptionally well in knockouts. He took them. He's in. He went. He's in the final. I mean, the team which is in final, right? So why not yeah. Harry Kane? And the yeah, rest of them yeah, are final years. And again, the Luke Shaw and Spinner. Hey, Kane did score four goals. He gave an assist also and scored a penalty in the final. True. Yeah. yeah, true that actually yeah, he got the I mean he scored the converted it in the penalty shootout. So there is nothing wrong going against him there. And as Pinazul and Luke Shaw, Luke Shaw really had a hell of a tournament. But I just guess they went on with the winning team side. So I mean that is you can understand. But the striker one I really can't understand. I mean no, it doesn't make any sense to me. Lukaku was neither. I mean Lukaku also scored penalties only. It's not like wonder goals or the crucial goals. I really yeah, don't know. Yeah. I really can't get my head around it. I was thinking it for the last few hours. Still, I can't get my head around it. <laughs> But there were some nice inclusions in there also, right? I think uh, George one of the youngest players in Pedri. Pedri was yeah. Well Pedri was an also. exceptional tournament. I mean, exceptional tournament. What a player he is! What a young player he is! Very nice. Prospect. I mean, coming like how old is he? Eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, I think eighteen, nineteen. I think eighteen, nineteen. Coming into the play, playing eleven of the tournament is something like is like almost of winning a trophy, like yeah. nothing more. But he was phenomenal throughout. I guess best player on the field. I guess. But then, true, right? And there were rather credible names as well. I think even Maguire showed his class uh, in this tournament. Maguire did show, but I guess Luke Shaw would have been better included over there. I guess he would had a phenomenal tournament. I guess True. it was really, really surprising not having Luke Shaw in the eleven. I guess. So Spinozola was selected. Right? I think uh, I think he's had a good tournament as well. It was unfortunate that he got injured, but yeah, it was a good shout between him and Luke Shaw. 
rest i guess was fine i guess donnarumma was there was no second to donnarumma at all like literally mm, after all the blunt uh no no donnarumma mm. was somewhere where, like he was in the next level trance i guess mm. in this tournament like the, the saves he made yeah i guess pickford was good but england almost good dominated in every right? game and hardly hardly the the teams had shots on target and he had not many saves like he had clean sheets obviously more clean sheets than donnarumma but donnarumma yeah. really really proved it and three saves in a euro final i mean you're a 22 year old guy just 22 year old guy doing that that's something fantastic correct he didn't seem convincing enough right pickford though he had the stats i think donnarumma was more convincing With all yep. the saves, Donnarumma was all convincing, obviously. Yep. True, true. Uh, and then who else made the team? Who was on the right? Georgino was, I guess, well deserved to be there in the Georgino, centers. Okay. Cam Mord, yep. Georgino was there. Yeah, Georgino was there. Then on the right side was Chiesa. Uh, it was the only. Because Chiesa yep. was there. Chiesa was there. Chiesa was there. Chiesa, another young prospect coming up. Hmm. Very much so. Yes. And I guess. Oh, sorry, you. Um, You were telling of another uh, defender who was with Maguire, Bonucci. La Bonucci, yeah. Bonucci. I mean, yes. obviously, that's kind of the lone warrior, Kielini and Bonucci. Kiel. Two guys. Guys, Robin is good if you could pair them up as well, no? Kielini yeah, and very uh, under, very underrated defenders, but really, really, really one of one of the best in this generation. I mean, they are still going strong. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but I always wanted to ask. Uh, yeah, for me, yes. Your Euros might be the last. I guess they will go. I Euros, guess and go for the World Cup. I guess they will yeah, obviously yeah. go for the World Cups. And I was just wanted to ask you, like, who will be the best player on the field? Like, only one player to choose. Like, not like which could include the goalkeepers also, and and the worst player, least expected, like most worst tournament, worst player in the tournament. Any one. Uh, okay. So you, you want us to choose the best uh, person one, from the you, one of your personal personal best player in the entire tournament and the worst player in the entire tournament would be goalkeepers also. Okay. Um, Shubham Nihal, do you have anyone on the top of your mind? Hey, one. Okay, you you go ahead. You Shubham. Uh, best player I would like to give. Uh, I think uh, there was this goalkeeper from Austria, Sommer. I think. His name, yeah. Um, so I think Austria or which which country? Denmark. No, no, no. I guess he was Danish. Denmark. Switzerland. Yeah. Switzerland. Switzerland. Sorry, Switzerland. Yeah, Sommer was from Switzerland. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think that is based on one match only because he made some incredible <laughs> saves in that game, and they. I think they lost against uh, Italy. I think right. Uh, they lost in penalties yes 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 i mean that game was epic and uh, due to that i would but no yeah that, that cannot be a basis of choosing the best player best player yeah. i think best so player still, is just one one plus player any best player whoever it is i think go with donnarumma yeah harry kane or donnarumma i would go for harry kane i go don't do penalties but he was good Harry Kane for me. Harry Kane, best And player of the tournament. Come yeah, on, he was yeah. good. He was scoring goals. Best, yeah. He was good, but <laughs> can't say he was the best. Apart from Donnarumma, he is only the one I can think of. I, I don't have. Any I think player. even Shaw was uh, Shaw had a better oh, tournament. Shodinio, yeah, yes, Shodinio for sure. I think Kies Kiesa had a better tournament than Harry Kane actually. I would say even. What about you, Lokesh and Bihar having goals? 
anyway for me donor donor ma without a doubt for me to save the donor ma or you know kelini and what about the worst player worst ever like worst Manus player gerard morinho from spain just one that didn't convert any literally so many chances whenever he is on the field he never converted any uh for me for me it was bruno fernandes honestly he didn't live up to any expectations this tournament like ah, literally sorry. i mean i i don't i don't want to count like playing a lot I of games no, or no bruno fernandes sorry bruno <laughs> sorry man yeah bruno fernandes i mean i had high really high expectations about that he uh, about him and of course the who is this forget alvaro morata at, at least he so was he covered he up by scoring a few goals game. but uh, nonetheless Worst season, but that is that is just because he scored a couple of goals. I guess that is why he, he was just covered up because the amount of Croatia, shots he had. He he missed sitters. He missed sitters. He missed penalties. He missed two penalties. Yeah, that's. Yes, I think that's down to bad luck, bro. But I think he played well in that uh, Spain system. No, they didn't have any other uh, recognized striker uh, against Croatia. Yes, they played he really outstanding well. Outstanding, all the one twenty minutes he was on the pitch, and in that particular match, only that particular match. Yeah, but I, I really Bruno Fernandez has really disappointed me this mm. Euros. I know he is not a player who is really usually disappoints well, any. True that actually like he came back from but, such an astonishing season, right? At Manchester United. But that happens sometimes. You have that moment where you don't perform really. It happens with every player, I guess. Well, but, that's with the but whatever. Like said, Bruno Fernandez for me was. was yeah. Super. What about you? The entire Turkish team. <laughs> 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 I remember Shubham yeah. saying literally that he had high hopes from them at least reaching the knockout. Yeah, the dark horses for me, my prediction. Candle pick. Lamao. Italy was the dark horses at the start of the tournament. I yet remember. I said Turkey. I don't know why. Did I mention Italy or Belgium as the dark horse? Someone I I don't know. Somebody did, but some I remember. Yeah, I think Italy was the dark horses. I told Belgium and I think Nihar was like, "Come on, Belgium are the best." Ah, no, no, no. I said Italy. I said Italy is dark horse. Underdog, I said Turkey. Yeah, and underdog okay. won men. Underdogs were Turkey. Yeah. Underdogs were really for me. The Denmark were underdogs since day one. I mean, it was really heartbreaking for me after what happened to Eriksen. But I did really commend him. For me, Denmark is the was the best team in Euros this year. For me, uh, it's not because of what happened to Eriksen with the. From the way they came out, true that. Oh, okay. And Lokesh, what is your worst player? Who is your worst player? We didn't tell that. Who is my <laughs> worst player? Worst player, worst player on the worst player in the tournament. Well, I. I mean, didn't really live up. I don't know. I don't uh, see that as such, and it'll be very difficult to select. So no, no. Come on, no Lokesh. Shubham could name the Come entire lineup. Easy, bro. Of, you know, Turkish team. You can't name one. <laughs> wow. There is a lot of pun included out there, but uh, yeah. As I told, uh, for me, no, I don't see uh, anyone in that terms. Like, I don't see anyone as a worst player, as such. I think that's quite harsh way to see or judge. So, yeah, I don't have a worst player. Well, that's a good thing. So let's get <laughs> yeah, into okay. talking about own goals. Own goals. This tournament, this Euros own goals. Oh my God! How uh, many? Eleven, eleven own goals. Eleven own goals. Spain's top scorer, huh? mm-hmm. beat Morata, beat Morata also. <laughs> beat ronaldo by twice and extra one goal <laughs> wow all right i think that is a good point uh, for you to share right at the end i think on a light note after uh, you know a lot of um, heavy fire or heavy uh, 
action-packed uh, match of the finals, which included a lot of drama, a lot of controversies. We would like to end on such a nice note, a light note, wherein, you know, spread joy, keep laughing, uh, keep watching uh, football and do not disrespect anyone. And yeah, take a break. I think uh, we've had too much of uh, matches in the past month or so. Now take a break and then we'll be gearing up for the next uh, season in the domestic leagues of, uh, say, England, Italy, Spain and Germany. So, all you ballers out there, uh, take a break, peace out and, you know, stay safe, take care. Until next time, boys. And we will come up with the transfer news and the possible targets for the clubs with all this activity in upcoming episodes. Yeah, boys. Yeah, stay tuned for that as well. And keep resharing about us. Watch out.